This is Astrogolius, the tax lady, and this is our weekly podcast to keep you abreast of what's happening in the wonderful world of taxes. And it looks like everything is like moving forward with the Biden administration. Um, but thank God it, it isn't as bad as what they said at the beginning. And as soon as it's in the can, we're going to let you know so that you can plan. But um, yeah. I mean, we're all expecting at least uh, percentage increases in the top rate uh, for corporations and personal returns. I know that they're trying to make permanent the $3,600 child tax credit, for refundable child tax credit for children under the age of six, and the $3,000 child tax credit for children up to the age of 18, even if you don't make any money and you haven't paid us, you haven't you, paid the federal government a dime. Do you know, I during a class, I was telling our students i said you get a single mom three kids twelve thousand pays five thousand dollars in daycare she will walk out with a twenty thousand dollar federal refund right. oh my gosh yep. 20 wow. and she only made 12 how is that I possible know. i know you know that's what's going and the, and the sad thing is everybody's saying we don't have any employees well after you tell everybody stay home we're paying you yeah. You don't have to work. Why would you work? And they and let's face it, they're working under the table, probably doing oh, yeah. something. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to not get political. All right. But then today, and of course, we're from EG Tax. Our website is egtax.com. We have a radio show on Saturdays from three to four on WBEN Radio nine thirty AM. Uh, if you wanted to ever um, listen to that. Uh, radio broadcast, and you can become part of the show by just calling in because we take live phone calls. Uh, and anytime you feel like you you maybe listening to podcasts and you say, "Gee, I got a question about that," all you have to do is go to our website, ask the tax lady, email us, and we'll answer you right away. Yeah, right? Or, absolutely. And so, and we've been running down um, really um, so many things uh, relative to taxes. And if you want to listen to some of our old podcasts, I think you'll find it interesting. You will learn a lot. And then we have some um, really good strategic partners. One of our partners are the financial guys. So if you ever have questions about your 401k or your pension, just let us know. And Brian Ferracci, he does um, health insurance. And so I know it's open enrollment. And then we also have a really good college planner, uh, Jeff Boron. So we've got some really good strategic partners. And so we just really want to give a, I want to give a shout out to Yeah. Them. And we really, you know, our, our whole thing is just to be very approachable. There's no such thing as a stupid question. As a matter of fact, it's when you don't ask questions that that's what's stupid because you'll probably do it wrong because taxes are very uh, complicated. And if you hear something that is kind of tugging at your brain, like you're sleeping in the middle of the night and say, I don't think I did it that way. You know, you can always send us if we haven't done your return. You can send us a copy. You can email it. We do everything. We do many things virtually. Uh, so you don't have to be in the Western New York area. You can be in wherever, Rhode Island, you can be in Massachusetts, you can be in Florida, you, wherever, we're accessible. Let's face it, everybody's just a, a click away. Yeah, it's so funny. I wanted to tell you about this later because <clears throat> you're working on our commercials. I was talking to a client earlier and he said, I used you guys for the first time last year. And he goes in a very gentle way. He said, you know, it was cheaper than when I did it by myself, he goes, you need to tell more people 
about that. that yeah, but people don't. <coughs> the thing is about everybody's bombarded. Somebody last week when we were doing the radio show said, you know, I hear all these ads on TV about health insurance, health insurance, Medicare, Medicare. I don't know what to do, Medicare, Medicare. I don't know who to who to trust. And it's really hard because it seems like, I mean, everybody's after you. Yeah, you're right. Real people and pretend people. Yeah, I mean, look at how many people you that you talk to that are fakes. Yeah, I had a telemarketer call me today, and she was speaking Spanish, and so I'm thinking, well, I'm certainly not buying because I don't know what you're selling. And you want to make sure when you go to somebody, you make sure it's somebody that will stand behind the work that doesn't close their doors April sixteenth. Right. And then say, oh, I'll see you in January. Right. You know, if you get that letter, you want to make sure. Yeah. You and, and by the way, if you are getting any letters or you haven't gotten your refund or your refund was adjusted or you don't think it's done correctly or you haven't been getting the advanced child tax credit, EG Tax will help you. Just go to our website, look up our phone number, which is very plainly posted in the front. We actually talk to people all day long and we will we will help you. I want you to think of us kind of as your friends. As your family. As your family. Okay, so this week's podcast is on Social Security and seniors, which which can be so daunting. You know, um, people don't know when to start collecting Social Security. When is it taxable? Um, You know, should I wait? Can I work? And so the first thing I wanted to say is when can you start collecting Social Security? You could start 62 at the age of 62. Right. Right. Uh huh. Right. Yep. Okay. So that's what you can. But but you could wait till you're seventy. Correct. Correct. And so that eight year period, they dangle a carrot in right. front of you. And so they they actually will increase your benefits from the time that you have regular retirement at sixty six till seventy, at and it starts to go up at eight percent a year. Right. Correct. So in a four year period, it's thirty two percent more. And so people say, wow, I could get 32% more if I just wait till I'm 70. What's the, what's the rub? Well, yeah. I mean, so why would I, why would not everybody wait till they're 70? Because regrettably, what if you uh, got sick and passed away at the age of 69? It's not like Social Security Administration musters up a check and gives it to your heirs. It just, um, it's not anything you can collect. And so all that money is lost money. And so if you uh, pass away before that age of 70, you, none of that money is, is delivered to so you. So if you were supposed to get $2,500 a, uh, $25, a year, that's how much you could have gotten in Social Security, and you let them keep it for eight years, they basically kept... $200,000. Yikes. If you die before you you get that at, at 70, you get zero. They don't come to your widow or spouse at, at the funeral and say, oh, by the way, your your spouse was entitled to 200000 that they never took, that they were waiting until they were 70, and oh, gosh, they died. So that's number one. Number two, even though you will get that extra 32%, it takes 15.6 years to equal what you didn't get because you let it stay in the kitty. So that means that at age 85, you break even. Wow. Right. At 85. Yeah, so that so was... you not only have to make it to 85, you don't break even till you're right. 85. So that's an extra 800 a month. So that sounds pretty good. But by the time you're 85... 
What are you worried about? Well, by then you probably are a private pay in a nursing home, well, and they're going to take use exactly, the money exactly in assisted right? living, a nursing home. So, so it and and so since none of us know when the Grim Reaper is going to be knocking at the front door, you really have to do the math because the truth is it's fifteen some point six years to break out even if you wait to your seventy even though you're getting the extra money cuz by the time they start paying you that that extra um you know that extra $9,000 a year it takes that many years to make up what they didn't give you plus the money that you that that money would have made right yeah and, and actually if you go to our website at egtax.com there's a a social security calculator and so you could actually calculate out how many years it would take you to if you wait how many years it would take you to break out even and i really encourage you to look right. at that now now there are some people that that will wait till normal retirement age primarily because they're still working right and how would that factor in well, because people don't understand they think they don't understand how this whole thing works. So let's try to clarify it for them. Sure. So if you're 62 and still working um, and you're making over 18, we'll say 19,000, we'll keep it simple. Um, I would, Which is very close. It's 18,000 some odd dollars. Right, right, right. I wouldn't take your social security yet because you would have to look because for every $2 you're over, that floor. That floor. They're going to take a, a, dollar a dollar back. back. So if 19000 was the floor and you made 26000 in wages, that means you're over $7,000. You're going to have to pay back to Social Security $3,500. Now, they really don't make you pay it back. They just adjust... The, the benefits future, that they're you're paying, you have, yeah, the, in other words, they take it out of the money that they're they're so sending. So instead you. of getting twenty five hundred, you would get twenty two hundred. Right, right, because you're going. So in that situation, if you're still working and you're making over the floor, you then you would have to pay back part of the money that they give you. Now that you don't lose it because that goes back into your kitty, supposedly. <laughs> well. <laughs> Actually, if you've still been working and they gave you your benefits letter, and you're you've been paying in because you're still uh, you're still working, make sure you contact Social Security to make sure that they've updated your records. Because I just had somebody the other day that got two hundred dollars extra from Social Security because they're still working, oh. and they updated their their monthly benefits. Was that the ninety four year old? You know, I had a lady that was 94 that just is thinking, thinking about retiring. <laughs> oh, she came in the other day and she says, I'm thinking about retiring. Wow. And I said, where do you work? She works for the state of New York oh. at the at the University of Buffalo. It's probably good for her noggin. Right. I'll tell you. Right. But anyway, but the income limit only goes up to your 66. Right. So that's what we need to talk about. So that floor that Chris is talking about is only for people between the ages of 62 and 66, because once you meet, you come to regular retirement, normal retirement, the then there is there is no limit that you can make and you can still collect. Mm -hmm. So you can make a million dollars working and you can get full benefits. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, but then what happens? If, you're, if you are making a large salary and you're collecting your Social Security benefits, what then happens to the Social Security? It, a lot of it is going to become taxable, up, up to 85% of it. Right. Now, don't misunderstand. 85% isn't the, going to be the tax. Right. Many people 85% of it will be taxable. 
Correct. I can't tell you how many people do that. They're like, so, oh my God, 85%? Yeah. So if you collect third, uh, I'm trying to pull up my well, Let's just say $10,000. If you're collecting 10000 of Social Security, 8500 of it would be taxable. And if, if you're, you're in the in 10% the... bracket, it's $850. Right. Right? Right. That's simple math. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? And none of it's taxable on the state of New York. Correct. So... So 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 once you reach normal retirement age, that floor no longer is in existence. You then trans can transition to collecting, and what happens if you're still working and your income exceeds thirty two thousand dollars a year, or twenty five if you're married filing a joint return, or twenty five thousand dollars and you're single, including half of your social security, then the excess over that figure. Over the thirty-two thousand or the twenty-five thousand is half taxable until it gets to eighty-five percent, and you're not paying eighty-five percent taxes. You're going to pay it's it's taxable multiplied by your tax. And, and then don't forget if um, you have been married and now you're divorced and you've been married to somebody for more than ten years, and he or she is collecting and their payout is greater than yours, and yours is going to be half of theirs. You could start to collect um, sooner theirs. than later on right. theirs. So so if you have Something questions about at. that, let right. us know. So the so this little game then that seniors have to understand is number one, when to collect. If they can continue working. Now, here's the beautiful thing about continuing to work. If you're continuing to work, you can actually now, even over the because you're over the age of 65, yeah. you can continue to put money into your IRA. Now, a lot of people say to me, why would I do that? Because... Uh, I'm I'm doing the RMD because it's lowering the taxability of your income, and, and you, you might get an earned income credit. This earned year. income credit. This yeah, year. this year you might get an earned income credit. Mind so blowing. if you're if you're over the age of sixty five, even though you have no children at home, this year with the recent change in the tax law, you might get an earned income credit. So you're working, you can put money into an IRA, which reduces it, and you might get an earned income credit. So we go back to the example: somebody making ten thousand eighty five hundred counts as income, ten percent tax was eight fifty. So now if they take five thousand dollars, put it in their IRA, that might make that eighty five hundred taxable down to two thousand and. Now they're only paying $200 tax, so they saved $5,000. They're putting $5,000 away in their pocket, and and they saved $650 not giving it to the government. Right, absolutely. So it's a win-win. And if they're they're getting an earned income credit, they might get a $300 earned income credit, so it was free, free money. So it's... So So seniors have to really think about this this year, and I always say... You know, at the the job market loves seniors because they have that old fashioned work ethic. You know? I was just listening to the radio today, and they said school bus drivers. The average age of a school bus driver is sixty two years old because they're just very responsible. And the schedule, they retired from a job. They retired from another job, right, right? You know, and I'm surprised you didn't ask this, Tiff. Does the retirement savings credit have an age cap? Wow, that's interesting. I don't think it does. So these seniors, so they could get the retirement savings, savings credit. Wow, right? And the IRA and, the and I- an IRA IR. and an e- EIC. No, yeah, yep. It doesn't. So it you could you know Which is something you really got to look at. Eighty-eight, eighty. Yep. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. now let's say you got somebody's listening and they love to go to the casino. Just <laughs> love to oh. go to the casino. 
Why does a does a person collecting Social Security have to be really careful about that? <laughs> There's so many seniors that will say to me, you know, well, that's okay. I won 10000 but my losses are 12000 so I don't have to declare any of that income. I hear that repeatedly over and over, that mantra, but regrettably, that's not the case. If you won 10000 and you lost 12000 they stand alone, and the 10000 is declared as income on line 21 on the Schedule 1, and the losses are potentially potentially deductible on the Schedule A. If but you can itemize. If, right. But the, the truth is you probably won't be able to itemize. And so don't forget, if you have that $10,000 of winning, it's going to bump up the taxability of your Social Security. And so you could pay more in Social Security. And Chris, I know where you're going to pick up. That could also affect their IRMA. That's sure. true. Yep. You always mention So I never what met is Irma. Irma? Who, what is, who is Irma? Irma is that aunt that nobody likes. <laughs> No, um, that's your um, income-based modification for your Medicare. So the more you make, the more the cost for Medicare is once you're over age 65. So if you're single and you make over 88000 it goes up like another 50 bucks. Once you hit then 112000 it goes up again, and so on and so on. And that's on. per month. And that's per month. And it can go all the way up to like $500 a month you're paying for Medicare. Extra. Extra. Now, now, let's just say that a senior that's listening says, oh my gosh, that happened to me because I sold uh, the family farm and I made $100,000 two years ago and they bumped up my um, my health insurance that, that I had to pay through Irma. Should they just sit by and let that happen? No. no. Every November, uh, people get letters saying, this is your next year's Social Security. Oh, by the way, we also adjusted your, your Medicare. This is the new cost of living increase for your Medicare. But based upon your income, this is your new Part A, Part B, Part D cost, too. So as soon as you get that letter, you have 60 days to fight it. So you can come in, call us. And actually, it's... Real, if they have that kind of an ex, ex, well, excuse yep. that this is a unusual thing that happened, a one time uh, event, and they usually let it go. Yep. But be careful. There's time frames on responding and and asking for them to forgive it. And so I think what do you have like thirty six sixty days? Sixty days. Yeah. Yep. You said that. Sorry. Yeah. So this being November, right? Yeah, right. at the, at the, the end of the they, month, they'll you're be sending start. those letters. And so, if you are somebody that had an unusual, uh, one of my clients is a doctor, and she's retired, and she's sold her condos, and it was a, it's this year, and she says, I just know my, my health insurance is going to go up, and I said, but I think we have a way around it, and because her income then is going to drop substantially because she's no longer working, and yep. so that that's what you need to do. So if that's your situation, and you're you're uh, finding that your health insurance is going through the roof, give us a call because we can. If it's due to that, you know, right, exactly. right. right. I mean, it, there's a lot into Social Security. I know I've had clients. And, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. We just give our opinion. Two cents, right. Right. And the, the guy was like, well, I'm using the extra. I'm not collecting because I'm going to, when I, I know I'm going to die first, so I'm not going to collect till I'm 70. So my wife has a much, much, much bigger Social Security check when when I pass away. I said, oh, so you're using it as a life insurance. He said, yeah. And I said, oh, well, let me do some math for you. So you could get. We'll say that twenty five thousand mm -hmm. over four years. That's a hundred thousand dollars. 
you die at 69, your wife gets not she gets the higher social security, but she only gets 250. She you loses that $100,000. So I said you could get that 100,000, put it in the bank right and have something to fall and back on. Isn't that and that's physical money. How about that for a life insurance policy? Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. See, what you don't realize is that you could have control over the money. If you don't need it, just set it aside, put it in investments. And so not only would you have, like we were talking about, the extra $200,000, but you'd have the money that the $200,000 made as well. And if that, if you don't, if you don't uh, save it, if you aren't taking money out of your IRAs or other taxable vehicles, the Social Security may be completely tax-free and you wouldn't pay any income tax. Right. Right? Speaking of that. Speaking of that. If you are a senior and you're over your age 72 or older, you have to make sure that you're doing your required minimum distribution from your IRAs, pensions, and annuities. At the age of 72 now. 72. And now because of COVID under the CARES Act, you didn't have to do it last year, but now we're sitting in a different place and you do have to take your RMD. Now, one thing you might want to do to make less of your Social Security taxable, because when you do, you do your RMD, it's going to make your Social Security more taxable, is you could do a direct charity rollover of your RMD to a qualified 501c3. And so the money never touches your hand it goes right from and so the, up to up to a hundred thousand dollars of your required minimum distribution from an ira can be rolled over to a charity so let's say your rmd is eight thousand dollars and all year you didn't give anything to the charity right but this time of year you're going to take your rmd out and let's say that you want to give four thousand dollars to the charity they do a direct rollover from your ira to the charity and then the other four thousand that you didn't give to them that's all you'll pay taxes on so you fulfilled your rmd requirement and it's not taxable right i mean what a deal right yep but in the meantime if you have any questions and you go to our website at egtax.com you can ask the tax lady we have offices throughout western new york love to help you you can call and just even say i love listening to your and, podcast and then i got to tell you we've been doing this for a long time if you get a love letter from the irs or from any state make sure that we read it and review it because i got to say chris what would you say esther at least 50% of the letters are wrong yep yeah, so make sure you have us right. read it. All right, until, so until next week, I'm Esther Goliath, the tax lady with Chris. You got something to say, Chris? No, I was going to say start looking for our new offices popping up near you. That's right. Um, yeah, that's right. There's uh, nine new ones. Nine sure. new ones, yeah. So we'll until next week, I'm Esther Goliath, the tax lady from uh, EG Tax, Christopher Fabian, uh, uh, Tiffany Fabian. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. New opportunities, new partners, EG.